late news this afternoon that Mayor Jim Langfelder has made his pick to fill the aldermanic vacancy in Ward 3, choosing longtime Springfield community activist Roy Williams Jr. to fill the seat that was vacated a few days ago by now State Senator Doris Turner. Roy Williams Jr. joins us on the line this afternoon live on the air. Or was on the... Okay, let's try this one more time. We were uh, trying to make contact with him and thought we had him, and then we didn't have him. So we're going to try to get him again. See if this works. Hello? Roy, are you there now? Yeah, Jim, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. We lost you for a second, but now we got you. You feel like you got a good enough signal to stay on the air with us here? Yes. All right, good. Yes, are, I can hear you. Good, excellent. Well, we are live. Congratulations to you on your nomination to replace Doris Turner on the Springfield City Council. Why do you want to crawl into that snake pit? <laughs> well, now, Jim, you know this goes way back. You know, uh, I've been in the community doing this work for a long time. And, of course, we never knew the openings of the Senate seat and the Doris elevation. We just never knew all that would come. So when it came, I just reacted since I was already out here doing the work anyway. Refresh my memory. Have have you run for the city council before? Yes, I challenged Doris way back. Um, I don't know if you recall with the the Obama thing back then. Obama was running for state senate, and I was supporting Obama as his field operation in Springfield, and she was supporting a different candidate, which puts us at opposite. And of course, knowing that I couldn't beat her, I still put my hat in to run against her. And I want to say it was around two thousand. Six, maybe, you know, somewhere around there. So, yes, I had ran before. But since those days, I stayed working in the community uh, to the point that I became the Ernie Bankhead Neighborhood Association president, as well as the president of Faith Coalition for the Common Good. Uh, And so you've had an interest in doing this for a while now, but what are you hoping to accomplish? Uh, Again, assuming the Springfield City Council uh, goes along with the mayor's recommendation and affirms you as the Ward 3 alderman on Tuesday night, what's what's high on your agenda? The biggest thing on my agenda is popular place. For many reasons, it is right up against the Ernie Bankhead Neighborhood Association. And as you know, or maybe you don't, popular place right now is going through a transition where they're going to tear down every other one and rebuild. And as they go through the rebuilding phase, one thing that's high on my agenda as the ward alderman is to expand the Ernie Bankhead Association uh, to include Popular Place and take advantage of when the person is being vetted and they get their new home, they get to become a part of being new in a neighborhood association because there is where I think we can change mind and heart And then maybe 10 years from now, we'll be talking about how good popular place looks, just like Madison Park Place still looks pretty good. You know, and it's because of the approach that they've taken with the people who who occupy those units. So we want to take advantage of that. So that's one thing I want to do for sure. And then the second piece of this, Jim, would be just to make sure if you're not in a neighborhood association, we're going to create one if you don't want to join the existing one. But I think neighborhood associations 
is a good way to go to stabilize some of these neighborhoods on the east side. You know, if you get this uh, spot, you're going to be my uh, my alderman too. Um, oh, and and I'm I'm not I'm not aware of a neighborhood association. I live over in the, the Northgate area. I'm not aware of a neighborhood association there. Am I am I going to have to join a neighborhood association now? Well, uh, of course we can't make people do, but we can encourage them by example and show them and show them how that when people collectively come together, like-minded people can change a lot of things and set a tone for the neighborhood. I mean, I don't know if we'll get as far as the things we do over here where you loan somebody your lawnmower and you do things, but we get into the appearance. And I think appearance has a lot to do with how these blocks look. And I just think this would really stabilize um, some of these neighborhoods in the east side. And if nothing else, the appearance of them, because, You'll learn by being a part of a neighborhood association how taking care of property is so important. Boy, we've we've been talking for decades in this town, though, about doing things like fixing up areas like Poplar Place, uh, getting more development in there, having better access to to jobs that are close by in that area there. The big hurdles always seem to remain, though, a lack of capital investment, a, a lack of you know desire to do the the heavy lifting to to make that happen you're you're taking on a pretty big uh, a pretty big lift to get that done yeah well i'm a strong believer that if we do what we're supposed to do as citizens first and really give an honest attempt at this and then maybe someone will believe in us and want to invest over here and want to try something over here but it has to start with us getting our act together as the citizens that make up this ward it's like the second piece over there Pillsbury itself is in my in War War Three, whereas Sean, of course, War Two has the people, but the facility is in War Three. And what I would like to do with that is get something going with at the federal level, actually get that thing cleaned up and turned back over to the city. But again, once the city has control of it, I would like to see the people who surround Pillsbury to have a lot of input on what's going to go there. I want to go back to Poplar Place for a second. You talked about uh, vetting people when they come in. Who's going to be in charge of that? Who's actually vetting people and, and trying to make sure uh, that you, the people that are coming in there are going to be really committed to uh, a successful, thriving, safe neighborhood? So when the people move into Poplar Place, they may or not may or may not have already been a part of a neighborhood association. But what I want to do with them and the neighborhood association is to get them to understand that being a part of it helps them will help them and it makes them get things that they need maybe out of city government out of state government whatever it goes along with my trainings at faith coalition and the things we do at faith coalition about teaching people their rights and teaching people how collectively they can make changes we don't have to accept what happens naturally now i don't do the vetting i think the management company that's going to run that housing, because I want to say they're private. I'm not sure. There's some form of a housing program, and I'm quite sure anybody just can't go up in there. We're talking with Roy Williams, Jr., nominated by Mayor Jim Langfelder to be the next alderman for Ward 3 in Springfield. Uh, a big issue, and it seems like it's getting worse in recent weeks, is the crime issue, obviously, here in our community. We've had uh, three homicides uh, in and near Springfield in just the last eight days. A lot of other shootings happening out there. What do you want to see happen? What do you envision uh, your role interacting with the police department to try to make the streets of your ward safer? Well, you know, I personally believe, first, we do have to identify who's doing this shooting. Now, this last incident that happened in Ward 2 in particular, uh, 
I'm I'm learning that the players and that involved in that all were out of Decatur. It was the whole Decatur thing. And as you know, Decatur has big problems with the violence and shooting much more than I would say Springfield. And the one thing I don't want to see, Jim, is that to get carried over into Springfield. We already have enough of that on our own, but I think if we work with the police and we come up with strategies and we get neighbors to care, we can get it fixed. But it starts with identifying who's doing the shooting. Uh, uh, Alderwoman Turner and Alderman Gregory uh, were uh, pushing hard this past summer for uh, some uh, policing reforms. What What's your assessment of the job the police department is doing and its interaction with the, the entire community, and particularly with neighborhoods in, in what would be your ward? Well, you know, I just think it needs to be a lot more communication because if you, if you talk to Chief Winslow, he'll say, well, we're already doing that. He'll, he'll say, well, we're already doing it. That's already something we should be doing. So then there's a miscommunication because the perception in the community is maybe that's not being done. So I think if we talk more and increase our communication, uh, we'll understand each other better, and maybe that would help in that particular situation. So a lot of what got covered ended up getting covered in the new state law anyway. Even the pieces that they didn't want, a lot of that got covered in the state law when they um, – you know, passed the big bill recently here uh, through the Black Caucus at the state level. A couple more questions for you real quickly. Of course, the city council voted earlier this week to uh, cut more than a million dollars from the fire department budget. Uh, if you are on the city council, do you think that cut should be revisited or do you think it was a good idea? Well, you know, I look at a lot of things when it comes to the cuts. Uh, the main thing I look at is I don't want layoffs. I don't want to see layoffs. So I would first look at that. But then as far as cuts, Jim, when I do look at budgets, I feel if each department has to take their turn. So when was the last time the fire department was cut, per se, compared to other departments? And uh, that would weigh heavy on me. Are they doing their fair share? Because in tough times, everybody has to chip in and do their fair share. But I would try to address a budget situation with no, no layoffs. That's the one thing is we may not be able to grow the thing, but we can at least, you know, stay steady. And then I would look at what the contract language is, because I think that's a department that probably has some stipulation of how, about manpower in their contract. Uh, another uh, vote by the council this week related to the budget uh, involved uh, supporting paid maternity leave for city employees. Listener wants to know if you uh, support that move and would you support actually amending city code to make it permanent in Springfield? Well, you know, I would have to learn a lot about what the current law and situation is with the city. But I am one that believes that when uh, a birth happens, that there should be no punitive. Like, I got to take time off without pay. When we can afford it, we should allow it. Roy Williams Jr., nominated by the mayor to be the Ward 3 Alderman. The city council votes on it Tuesday night. Again, congratulations on the nomination. And I'm looking forward to talking to you much more about these issues in the future. Sure. Thank you, Jim, and thank you for the good job you did last night.